At the T-minus three-minute mark, tape recorders on board the spacecraft were turned on. These recorders record both voice and data. This is WOMMLP operating at Burlington from 105.9 The Radiator. It's a rocket shop. We're supported in part by an award from the Burlington City Arts Community Fund. I'm your host this evening, Tom Proxer, and with me tonight is, well, representing the Vermont Youth, or Youth Orchestra Association, we have Rosena Casero. Canazero. Canazero. Oh, so embarrassing. So Canazero and uh, Benjamin Clemmy. How's it going, Tom? It's great to be here. That's right. Fantastic. I got that right. Um, and um, thank you guys so much for turning up this evening. I really appreciate it. It's our pleasure. Um, so tell me a little bit about your, your personal roles in the Vermont Youth uh, Orchestra Association. I'm assuming you aren't uh, musicians in the association itself, or are you, what, what is your role? Um, I'm the executive director, mm -hmm. and... Funny enough, I have played actually a couple times with the orchestra back in the percussion section. But um, as the executive director, I manage the administrative side of the organization, and I have been with the organization now six years, and it's been great. Oh, wonderful! So, yeah. um, and how did you how did you get yourself into this role? I mean, executive director is pretty pretty primo position uh, for this sort of organization. So, what's your background? Right, um, I am a classical musician. And I did that for a number of years when we were in, uh, me and my husband, my family, we were living in New York. Mm -hmm. And during that time, I also did education as a teaching artist and that kind of work. And 15 years later, I decided to um, move towards arts administration, where I was running education programs with different orchestras. And at the time, I was working on my master's. And this position opened up here in Vermont and my husband is originally from here so it was a wonderful way to actually come to where he grew up and, and get out of the city and, and have a new life oh, so this it was a nice it was a nice change nice opportunity yeah I can imagine and there's a, there's a fair few refugees coming from New York City to, yes. uh, to live in Vermont. yeah they're happy to go yeah I'm, I'm another one of them actually you are oh, well I was, only, I was only in New York for a year but so it doesn't quite count but still right right, right. <laughs> and uh, Benjamin uh, what is your role? My role at the VYOA is music director, and I am brand new to the organization. I arrived in July of last year and am just having a great time getting to know the organization, getting to know our incredible students and everyone involved at the VYOA. Oh, wonderful. And uh, do you, are you uh, another person coming from the Big Smoke or are you from a different area? I did come to v Vermont from away, not New York City, but... Iowa, <laughs> the middle of the country, uh, the heartland, the heartland of America. Yes, that's what true Americans are uh, born and raised. So. Yeah. So it's great to be in New England. It's such a, Burlington is an incredible place, as, as you know, and uh, the students here are amazing musicians, and they're such inquisitive human beings, and it's great to make music with them every Sunday afternoon. No, we, we were discussing this a little bit before uh, we started the interview. Uh, I was mentioning that there was another uh, orchestral organization that operates out of Burlington, the, the Green Mountain Chamber Music Chamber Festival. Music Festival. Mm -hmm. um, is there something about Burlington that draws in such talented uh, musical youth 
from around the country. Well, what, what is it about this place that, that seems to, to have such great programs just centered in such a, a almost very remote spot, really, in the United States? Well, I think in particular with that, with that festival that happens in June. Mm. And what I would say about that is there, this is a great place to summer. Mm. So uh, Burlington and Vermont, people are drawn up here to the lake and to the mountains and just the greenery in the summer. It's a wonderful place to have summer festivals. Mm -hmm. What we offer all year long is actually nationally we have many colleagues across the country and and it's this gem that's up here and and to your point you know it's it's a real surprise i think to so many that we have a such high quality performance opportunities for young musicians up here and the reason that is is i think that there's a certain point where professional musicians look to move somewhere that is a beautiful place to live mm. and where people who live here already really value the arts. So there is a number of wonderful musicians who've relocated up here and who are now not only playing with other ensembles and arts organizations, but they're also teaching. And that absolutely, you know, informs and and you know, our students. And so those students come to us then so that they can use those skills in an orchestral setting, which is very, it's unlike where, you know, what they can get in their everyday lives, but in a full symphonic orchestral setting, um, they're using those skills that they're learning with these professionals that have relocated. So that's, it's because of the beauty of this state and how the community really values the arts that it's just it's a trickle down mm. so we have these wonderful musicians who move here and who are training you know young kids living in the state and do you draw in uh, musicians from the, the local area or have you got a draw like from across the country i mean you came over from iowa um, right um, so I'm, I'm wondering if there, there was the students as well that kind of come from so far away well certainly yeah uh, for, from for me I've been aware of the Vermont Youth Orchestra Association for a long time from very far away it's an organization that has a very strong reputation across the country we had we serve about 300 students over the course of an academic year and those students come from across the state of Vermont but also neighboring communities in New York and New Hampshire some of our students travel hours for an afternoon rehearsal every week every Sunday and then spend hours in rehearsal and then commute home they're in they're dedicated to their craft they're dedicated to this amazing art form that we get to explore together and and they go to great lengths uh, to make it happen with with their peers mm. and uh the, the competition in in this fun sphere of music is is relatively intense in a way that you know it's not exactly like starting a garage band in your, <laughs> in your mom's house it's uh the, there's a whole history to it and and well, as i said like very fierce competition how do the students handle that, and how do you handle that as administrators? Mm -hmm. Well, we see that, you know, you, you mentioned competition, and, and that's kind of uh, an, an inherent component of, of what happens in the music world. And we see what we do at, at the VYOA as, you know, it's, it's, it's an educational environment. And what we strive to do is equip our students to be successful in whatever 
uh, performance context they find themselves. Sometimes it's on a stage as a soloist. Sometimes it's on a stage performing as a chamber uh, ensemble or as a part of a huge symphonic orchestra. Sometimes it's performing an, an audition for an adjudicator. And, and putting our students in those experiences and then giving them educational feedback so that they can reflect upon it and, and build skills that can make them successful in that wide array of performance and audition settings is one of the things that we, we, we see our responsibility being at the BYOA. Um, so you, you guys are really training these, these kids for success beyond this school, effectively. Yeah, the, 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 these are, are they, would it be fair in saying that they're, they're students who are looking to make uh, orchestral music a career? It's surprising how many students seriously look at making making music a profession and a career and, and going to either conservatory or school music uh, somewhere in the country. And I think that that really speaks to the experience mm. and um, the experience that they've had with us and along with their teachers and the other opportunities they've had and the opportunities to play during their time as a student in Vermont. And I think it's always, always really impressive how many of these kids are really so moved and want want music to still be a part of their life mm. once they graduate and for many of them they think that the the next step is to do that professionally whether they continue that after college is a whole nother thing mm. but I would say even for those who don't we have a high percentage of students who are looking at schools where there's a good orchestra program that they can play in as a non-major mm -hmm. and I think that speaks to the success of the program at the VYOA because it's they're so moved to continue to do it and that's really what we want we're not a conservatory training program mm -hmm. the expectation is not that we're training the next generation of professional musicians but it really is trying to touch them in a way at, that they want to keep to do it keep playing in some capacity. And so we're always proud of those kids and so pleased and delighted to hear that they want to continue going on. Yeah, that's excellent. And you, you definitely, you were teaching them something that um, uh, it, it's a very unique skill and discipline. And uh, as I said, it's kind of- And yet it's transferable to anything mm -hmm. they do. Yeah, right. That same focus and dedication. Mm -hmm. Well, I feel like you could give them a little bit of a listen. Yeah, we, we keep sounds good. About them. It feels rude not to. Um, would you like to introduce one of the songs I'm about to play? Sure. The recording we're about to share with your listeners is one of is from a concert that we do. Uh, the Vermont Youth Orchestra, our most advanced and flagship ensemble at the organization, uh, performs a three concert subscription series every year. Uh, we're the opening of our first subscription performance this year was an Italian overture by Giuseppe Verdi. It's called Nabucco Overture and it just it features the orchestra in this in a big flashy exciting exciting way with soloists and, and energy and percussion and color. It's it's a really fun listen. Alright, um which case uh, without further ado Giuseppe Verdi over to your to Nabucco? Nabucco. Nabucco.
That was Giuseppe Verde Overture to Nabucco uh, by the Vermont Youth Orchestra Association. Um, a wonderful piece, especially when you consider that the average age looked to be about 15, maybe. And uh, we, we were, I was watching the video while while I was listening and. Uh, yeah, our youngest students in that orchestra are in 8th grade and our oldest students, and I would say the majority of the students are in 11th and 12th grade in that particular orchestra, but it spans 8th to 12th. Wow. Um, and uh, we were talking while listening, and uh, you mentioned the difference between teaching soloists and orchestra. Uh, could you go over the, the, the differences and how your approach to each kind of differs? Well... The Vermont Youth Orchestra is comprised of 74 individuals. Uh, every one of them has auditioned for the opportunity to play in this orchestra. Uh, and so it's something that all of them have, have strived to achieve. And so they've earned this, the, the ability to play in this ensemble. And each one of them in their own right can, could play as a soloist. You know? um, they're each in, very, very capable individual musicians on their instruments. And one of the things we work on all the time is ensemble and, and how we bring 74 really great individual musicians together to achieve something that's as cohesive as what we just heard, the, the Verdi that they just played, and, and to, to work on the skills involved, the, the listening skills, the, the compromising skills, uh, all of the things that a, being a musician means um, in, a, in a group of 75 people. Uh, and so we... we we spend a lot of the time that we have together listening and compromising and negotiating and uh, making something really spectacular as a group. Uh, one of the other things we have the opportunity to do over the course of our three subscription series is to feature a soloist. There's a fantastic tradition at the Vermont Youth Orchestra Association of featuring senior soloists on each one of the, of the subscription series concerts. The, the, the seniors who wish to solo audition for the opportunity and are chosen at the end of each season. Uh, this year we have three soloists. We have, uh, in the fall, we featured a flute soloist. Uh, in this next concert, we're featuring a, uh, featuring a tuba solo, which is going to be rocking, uh, something you don't get to hear all the time, and, uh, and a piano solo on our, on our spring concert. And so, as an orchestra, when, our when my student's colleague is up there soloing as, a, as an individual, we have to take a totally different approach, an accompanimental approach, where we're supporting that solo voice. We're, we're playing with transparency, and, and everything we do is in support of his or her sound. Uh, and then the soloist is, is you know, laying it down and, and establishing uh, his or her interpretation of the solo that we then get to support. So it's a really cool thing. It's a different approach than when we're playing a symphony or we're playing an overture. Uh, and it's a great tradition at the Vermont Youth Orchestra Association. It's like a, a, a very rewarding experience being a teacher in this particular field. I can't say how rewarding it is. It's... it's it, to stand in front of those 75 teenagers every Sunday is, is an honor, and it just it fuels me th through every moment of the week. Rosina, um, how do you come up with, so would I be right in assuming that you come up with the programs, uh, the overarching programs that, uh, that are, are implemented? Is that I Well, the, are the the music programs and the programming comes from each of the conductors and Benjamin is leading with the VYO. Um, 
I'm lucky enough to have a great partner in designing the overarching and the vision for the organization and the direction that it takes. Okay. So um, we work together in doing that. And in addition to the performance aspect, the organization is very mindful of its place in the community. So there's an entire community engagement arm of this organization where we have an after-school program where we are offering um, violin lessons as well as like winds coachings up for woodwinds and brass and percussion up in Franklin County as well as with the Winooski schools. So the organization has has a very long tradition of off of never turning anyone away who's accepted into the orchestras for financial reasons. So we have the artistic and the performance side of it and we're doing this now in the community, you know, and partnering with schools as well. So and uh, it, so is outreach to the local community a very large mm-hmm. part of what you do then? Uh, it's building, yeah, absolutely, yeah. No, it's, it, it's growing. That, port, yeah. that arm of the organization is, so yes, it's a balance. Um, you know, I look to Benjamin and I look to the other, the other conductors uh, as to making sure that we can, my job is to make sure that the money is there for them to do what they mm-hmm. want to do and to make sure that our students have the absolute highest quality and the most exceptional um, opportunity with us. And I have, to, I have to jump in and just say, it, she does so much more than that. Because as a musician, her perspective, you know, in, informs the, the, our, our collaboration. And as, as, as we make decisions about how to best serve this community, her expertise as a musician really is, is something that, that I value and appreciate very much. Thank you. So, uh, yeah, well, it brings me to my next question. How important is, is having experience coming through these these kind of programs, uh, how important is that to your roles as, as educators and as program directors and as you know, executive directors of the entire, entire organization? I, I, I don't think that the, as in, those experiences growing up as a student musician mm-hmm. and the impact that my teachers and my school programs and my youth orchestra programs made on me, uh, I mean, just as you guys were talking earlier, I, it's something it, it totally has impacted my life and the direction and the decision. And I think that Benjamin and I, we can, every time we're sitting there trying to plan and decide, we can put ourselves in those, in those students' shoes so easily and think about, well, when we were that age, what, you know, it, it, it's very important, I think. And I think that's true of so many of the individuals who are involved at our organization, not just the faculty and the staff and the students, but also our our board of directors, uh, the volunteers, the parents. So many of the people who are involved at our organization have had rich and meaningful experiences with with music. And all of us are are motivated by those experiences to make sure that, that every kid has access to the to the kinds of experiences that changed our lives and the music that changed our lives. And so we're committed to making sure that every kid in this state and beyond has the opportunity to do so. Um, I notice you, you tour overseas relatively often. Um, could you tell me a little bit more about that program? The international touring? Yes. Yes, our last... Our last tour was in 2015 to Iceland, and we were one of the first youth orchestras to go to Iceland. So that was a very, that that area is just opening up, and that was a really fantastic trip. Um, What's 
interesting is that the very first tour that this the VYO ever went on was in 1992, and they went to Russia. Mm. And I would say that with uh, David Dworkin, their conductor, and it was different in the fact that those were homestays. It was three weeks long. They really were immersed, fully immersed in that culture of the time and really got to know other youth orchestra members. And there are elements of that that we try to make sure are, you know, threaded through and in, in through these other tours. And so we are thinking about 2019 as being our next tour. And um, while it's not finalized, I think it's fair to say we know where we want to go. Um, but we're looking at Spain and Portugal. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. I love Spain. And I think Benjamin can really speak to, you know, yes, this has been a long tradition, but I think from the artistic and also from the education perspective, why it's so important for our students to have this opportunity. Yeah, I, I've been abroad with... with youth orchestras uh, to different continents and every single time it's it's amazing how musically the group comes together by traveling together mm -hmm. you know by being on the road by by getting through situations by putting by figuring things out as a group uh, it's amazing how that impacts their uh, musical togetherness mm -hmm. uh, the touring that we do at the Vermont Youth Orchestra Association is important, um, both musically and extra musically. You know, our mission is is to create experiences for our students to grow as future leaders, as future citizens, and as artists. Uh, and traveling abroad and having um, diverse cultural experiences and coming into contact with people at great distances and from just different cultures is important to becoming future leaders and future citizens and, and artists. And so it plays, it play, plays a big role in, in us being able to achieve our mission and to provide the kinds of experiences that, get, that, that let our students uh, grow into the, the leaders that we want them to become. Mm. I suppose, yeah, having that shared experience really must create a, an inseparable bond with, uh, with your fellow colleague in in the orchestra pit um so what programs do you have coming up in the near future and especially ones that the residents of vermont know by can come view well the next concert we have coming up uh, at our organization is on january 28th it's at the flynn center right around the corner uh on sunday afternoon at three o'clock the vermont youth orchestra is going to be performing its second of its three subscription concerts we're doing this funky theme all year that we're calling tchaikovsky in vermont and through it the students are performing and exploring the fifth symphony of peter Ilyich tchaikovsky uh, we're taking it movement by movement over the course of the season and then performing the, the symphony in its entirety in May. And so in the January concert, we'll be performing the first movement from Tchaikovsky's Fifth Symphony. And it's, I mean, as your listeners know, Tchaikovsky's music is, you know, so ballet oriented. The composer of Swan Lake, the composer of Sleeping Beauty, the Nutcracker, which we all know, uh, his music is is in the ballet and even his symphonies have such a balletic quality to them uh, so we're we're kind of pairing the first movement of Tchaikovsky with other dance pieces um, the Blue Danube of famous waltz by Johann Strauss Jr. as well as this amazing and energetic uh, dance number two danzon number two by the Mexican composer Arturo Marquez uh, so lots of color lots of uh, excitement as we explore the dance music of Tchaikovsky 
uh, Strauss, Marquez, and then, as I mentioned before, the tuba solo, senior soloist uh, performing the last movement of the tuba concerto by Edward Gregson. That tuba solo, or the tuba soloist's name is Malachi Witt. Sure, it's gonna be a very exciting night for him or her. So I have not him. Yeah. There we go. Um, that's unfortunately all about we've got time for tonight. We've got another band waiting in the wings. But guys, thank you so much for coming in. Uh, we'll play uh, another song of yours uh, as we as we lead out. But uh, yeah, thank you so much for. Thank you for having in. us. Thank you, Tom. It's great to be here. Yeah, it's been a real pleasure. And if you can bring some of the kids in at some point and play, we'd be happy. Would love to. Yeah, that'd be great. It'd be amazing. We'll get that all sorted. Yeah. Well, would you like to introduce this this other piece? Definitely. The other uh, recording we wanted to share is from the last movement of Tchaikovsky's Fifth Symphony. Uh, high energy, lots of great, exciting parts for the woodwinds, brass, per- timpani, and strings. Uh, your listeners are going to love it. Mm-hmm. 